the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Welcome back, everybody. Four minutes after the hour, 10 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem, and for the next couple hours, we're going to be talking about car questions, car concerns, and anything automotive-related. If you'd like to call in and ask Mark a question, the number is 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. I'd like to introduce my papa and take everything that he says with a grain of salt. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, boy. Oh, boy. We started off on the wrong foot. (laughs) Okay, this is my last show. Many of you know that. It's five minutes after 10. I've got my family here. To my left is my son, Alan. Next to him is my grandson, and they unfortunately named him Mark Salem. So he's got a cross to bear that the rest of them don't. Next to him is my wife, Renee, and then Rex Aroni. He's my other grandson. He builds little remote cars that have big pointed things in the front of them, and they go in the circle, and, and he stabs other cars and wrecks them and all that kind of stuff, and he's a winner. I saw him take his car and flip over one of the other kids' cars. <laughs> it's called robotics. <laughs> yeah, robotics. Okay, and you build the car all the way through from start to finish, and then you're, you've got a little joystick that you use. Okay, next to him is Josephine. Josie is my granddaughter. She's meaner than a junkyard dog. <laughs> That's the live buzzer, okay? All right. How old are you, Josie? Seven. Seven. She's seven. And her mother is next to me. This completes a circle, and this is Andy. Andy and Alan run our business. And you know that I've never <clears throat> been one to just tout our business and to to use the name all the time. And I directed you to lots of other shops all over the city. But today we're talking about our shop, and Andy runs our shop. She signs checks. She makes the boys make sure that they do everything right. She handles customers. She handles the service riders. She handles parts. She handles all of that. But her biggest job is her older brother, Alan. That's right. That's exactly right. (laughs) (laughs) Alan runs the shop. In the shop, we work on vintage cars. We work on mother and father and grandpa and grandpa's cars. We work on motor homes, and we work on diesels. And, we're and regular cars. And regular cars. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but the diesels and the and the uh, old cars is a market we do. You're not going to be able to call on Monday and get in on Tuesday because we're 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 on a backlog. But we'll put your name down and stuff like that. So Andy, do you know or Alan, what kind of cars do we have today that's of the vintage nature? Um, the first one that comes to mind is a '59 Corvette we have out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we've also got oh sorry, go ahead. The '59 Corvette came from Sholo. Yeah, and it was one of one of twelve yeah. Corvettes 
that was turquoise and, and a convertible and something else, right? Yeah, you, you told me the story, and I, I don't really remember exactly what it was. But, yeah, it's, it's very rare something. Okay. Yeah. And so we did a bunch of work on it, put it on the road, and that's what they wanted. They yep. wanted it roadworthy. It had not been roadworthy for years. And Correct. And I had helped the family get it towed down here, and you guys just delivered it. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Okay. And then we'll talk to Alan more about diesels. What do you? What the heck do you do with diesels? No, not much anymore, unfortunately. Yeah, but we do tires and wheels. We yeah, lifts, lift suspension, lighting, you know, all that kind of stuff. Uh, what do you form- mean, not much anymore? Well, performance-wise. Oh, okay. Performance-wise, yeah. That, that has kind of gone by the wayside with all this new emissions regulations, and manufacturers have made it really difficult to get inside the computers. So we, we uh, that, that's kind of gone away, but that, the, that just boosts the rest of the business, which is the lifts, the wheels, the tires, the power steps, the lighting, all that kind of stuff. Speaking of power steps, would you order a set of power steps for my 12 Dodge? Yeah. Okay, the ones that are on there, they're all coming off. I know, but the problem is is that yeah. they melt to the same holes. They do? Yeah. So, so you're we, got, to, we need to figure something out. Yeah, you'll have to figure that out. Yeah. Anyway, and you also do diesels that don't run, the Chevy, the Dodge, the Ford. Yep. Don't run good, don't start good, leak oil. Diagnose, drivability. Yep. All that stuff. Yep. Yep. And, and, I, and I'm going to brag, because this is my last show, but we really have great diesel people, starting with Alan and all the troops that are underneath him with respect to the 6.6, the 6.0, the 7.3, the, uh, what am I missing? 6.7. 6.7. Um, five nine, all that stuff. Yeah, all the, all those Chevy, Dodge, and Ford diesel engines. No matter what the year is, is um, and we'll tell you if we're not the best guy for it. Cause if it's a transmission problem, we're going to send you to a transmission shop. But anyway, today um, all of us are here to answer your questions. You can call us at six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. Again, this is my last show. I've been doing this for thirty five years, and uh, today is it. That's why my family's here to help me. So 602-508-0960. But I've had fun because 1988, we started. and I was thinking about that. It wasn't always fun because we could never take a vacation without <laughs> running around trying to find a fax line for you to be able to do the show on Saturday. And there was many times we sat outside a hotel room mm-hmm. or a an office, you know, with a 25-foot cord so that you could do radio on Saturdays. So. Yeah, and you're right. I, I, I forgot about that, the sacrifices that we made and you guys made because Saturdays was just radio day. Yeah. Doesn't yeah, matter. you didn't go to the kids, you know, games or anything like that. So, you want yes. Turn it down? Okay. Yeah. And then, um, well, keep in mind the technology part of it. The technology part of it was is back then we used a fax line. Right. But today we have this piece of equipment that's thousands of dollars that uses Wi-Fi and all this fancy stuff. As long as we can find a good enough Wi-Fi, yes. Right. So yeah, it's, it much, is, it's easier for sure. And in the old days when we did motorhome stuff, we had to plan our trips to where we could use a phone from a friend or someone that we met or something like that. Right. Today, we can do it out of our own motorhome if that's what we are going to do. Yeah. So we've been through the technology. We've only been to two radio stations, mm-hmm. um, and we came here in 2011 to KKNT. Right. Yes. And so um, it's been a, a joy because, number one, um, the other station had a lot more politics to it, and that's something I I, I avoid. I, I just simply don't speak to Democrats. And then, <laughs> oh, <laughs> golly! <laughs> You're gonna get yourself you in trouble. Confrontation, right? There we go, Josie. Oh, Josie, start start with your lie detector thing. No, I I, I tell you that the, Josephine. The, the number one thing I've noticed is is the customers that we've got from this radio radio station are far, far, far and away 
uh, I don't want to say better people, just better customers. Easier it, to it, deal with. Easier to I, deal with. I think it's just Much. totally different. A Demograph- different demographics. Yeah. I mean, I think that they're, um, you know, trustworthy. I think that they um, come in and they're not trying to fix their own stuff. They're just really looking for somebody to fix it for them, fix it right, um, all of that stuff. Whereas, you know, in the past, it's been more do-it-yourselfers, which is fine. It's just a totally different clientele. And 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 we, you're the one that handles problems. Mm-hmm. And and I ask you every time we talk, talk, you know, have we done a repair wrong and stuff like that? I'm real proud because that's hardly a conversation we ever have. Yeah, and I mean, we do make mistakes. Sure. And we own up them to them, and and that's all there is to it. But there is a difference, you're right, with consumers because then you got the, the guys that come in and they want you to fix your, their truck exactly like they tell you to. But we don't do that anymore because 9 out of 10 times they're wrong and they don't want to pay for their own misdiagnosis. So you come in and say, my diesel won't start hot, my diesel won't start cold, my diesel has an excessive amount of black smoke or blue smoke. We need the symptoms, and then we'll, we'll give you a price of this is the diagnostic process. And how many times, Andy, does the diagnostic process, what percentage of the times does the diagnostic process actually kind of fix the car? We found a vacuum leak. We plugged the hose back in, stuff like that. Um, I would say there is times for that, but it's it's not it's not all the time by any means um but there there is when you're talking emissions stuff and things like that yes sometimes there is um through the diagnostic process you find a quick fix and and get it taken care of but and a lot of people are they are freaked out by the diagnostic process but the problem is they've already spent way more than that throwing parts at it and it hasn't fixed their problem so a lot of times you're better off to get the diagnosis and get the right fix than just spending all kinds of money on parts and it's not working. It's just, I think it's educating the public as to what they're getting for the diagnostic. The diagnostic for a check engine light is not simply just pulling codes. That's that the codes don't tell us what part is failed or anything like that. So I think just them learning the process, if we have an EVAP code, then we're smoke testing the system, then we're checking for leaks, then we're, you know, doing X, Y, and Z to, to find the problem. So you're getting a lot more, really, than, than you know, just scanning the code. And the, and the diagnostic process is tracking down the, the original problem. And the code doesn't necessarily and oftentimes does not determine the cause. For instance, if the O2 sensor, Alan, if the O2 sensor's yelling lean at us all the time, saying, give me more fuel, give me more fuel, there's all kinds of vacuum leaks that can cause mm-hmm. that. So replacing the O2 sensor isn't the viable repair. Mm-hmm. We're not interested in doing a quick repair and there's times where we do the diagnosis and the repair is $5, $25, $30, $40, $50. It's nothing compared to the find it. It's just a quick fix, but it's not that way all the time, obviously. Yeah. So the, the the diagnostic, and we have, I don't know how many master techs. Anybody got an idea? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, five? Yeah, I would say, I know. I think I'm trying to more. think of who. Mm-hmm. who is a master. I know almost all of them are ASC certified. Okay. Yeah, we, we kind of yeah. want ASC. But what we know Eddie is, we know Ron is, we know Mark is. I don't know about this, some of the other guys. Yeah. But um, And then it, the ASC certification is kind of like a bachelor's degree in auto repair. They have tested your skill level at fuel delivery, spark, compression, engine, check engine lights, all that kind of stuff. 
and th those are the things that all all shops have to deal with just not us but but all shops so you guys are not allowed to tell any stories, so you might as well get the heck going. And uh, and Andy, <laughs> you, you want to be first, Renee or, or Alan? No. We're all we're all trying to think of radio appropriate. Oh, <laughs> yeah, most of it's not radio appropriate. That's very yeah, true. This is our last show. What are they going to do? Fire me? I know. <laughs> I know. But we don't want to shock people I, I, either. I thought we had a caller earlier, but I no, uh, I, I heard I don't know. Gil. Do we have a caller, Gil? Okay. Lines are open, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. Well, I'll tell them. I mean, going way back to the gas station days in the 79, 80, 85, okay. um, things were a little tougher and a little different. And we had lots of people that would pull up to the islands or pull up to the bays and tell us how to fix their cars. We learned real quick that they were wrong more than they were ever you right. You still love that to this day. What's that? You still love when people tell you that to this day, right? Oh, wait, wait, wait. They looked it up on Google. That's your favorite That's your favorite line. Pull your mic back just a little bit. Oh, you're absolutely right. The way to wad my underwear up is tell me you looked it up in Google and Google said this. But do you Google anything? No. <laughs> oh, because you think you know everything, right? Uh, I, what, what am I going to do? I'm going to go to Google. Now, this is me. I'm going to go to Google and listen to some guy that I don't know if he's a butcher, a baker, or a candlestick maker tell me how to fix my car because he fixed his car this way. No, Not, we're talking about other stuff. We're like talking how, how do you... I can't think repair of a dryer right plug. now, but how, how <laughs> do you repair uh, a dryer plug? Yeah, there or, you go. Or if your microwave's not working, you, you've never searched what kind of microwave you yes, have. Yes, he has. <laughs> I can tell you he has. <laughs> what kind of microwave it. you have and typed in the problem. You've never done that. Yeah, I have people <laughs> fix it. <laughs> I call the microwave. Yeah, right. Guys, but you probably it. tell them how to fix the microwave. You know, funny <laughs> he does, should... or he likes to he likes to uh, be involved. <laughs> and remember, we charge double when somebody wants to help. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> but but we've been doing radio since 1988, and these are things that we learned how I learned how to say early on. Oh yeah. You come into my shop and you tell me how to fix your car. We're gonna say no. Because if you don't fix it, you don't want to pay for it, and you f you diagnosed it wrong, and the fix doesn't fix it, and blah blah blah. Yeah, I think I think you know once I know people who call once we um, put them in a comfort zone of what the process is and how that looks, then you know they understand and okay. they're willing to go the route that we're leading them. All right, so I'm I'm going to take a break, but let me ask you this question: when you when you're faced in with a man at the front counter, because mm -hmm. you work the front counter mm -hmm. all the or a lady in front of the counter, I would suspect there's a difference with respect to how how you communicate with them, the two of them. Um, I don't know that there's a difference between how I communicate with. It's how they communicate with you. Yeah, sometimes. Okay, yeah. so the ladies are probably more receptive to the process. This is what we're going to do. We're going to check the code. We're going to follow the code, stuff like that. Yeah, but for then the, the guy's going to say. It's, I already know it's a code twenty nine. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think there's a more. I mean, I would say ninety five percent of them are all nice and you know mm -hmm. are treat everybody well. Yeah, I would you say did have a lady the other day. I think that <laughs> yeah. wadded up your panties, <laughs> as your father says. Oh, you know what? We're going to take a break, and then I want to hear the wadded up <laughs> okay. because that's my favorite word. Wadded up your panties. Well, wadded up your panties. All right, six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty, and we'll be right back. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Odyssey.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. 
Today on the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt, brought to you in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Fox News in the city of Milwaukee welcomed the first presidential debate. Byron York will help us review. Our question was, you know, which candidate could break out and make a big impression in this debate. Join us for our program and sign up for our podcast at townhallreview.com. Sundays at 7 p.m. on KKNT 960 The Patriot. I'll be honest, the first few months were tough. When I left the military, I was excited for a fresh start, but civilian life has been harder than I thought it would be. Figuring out a new career while also being a good mom, wife, and friend. Some days I'm barely keeping my head above water. And with the transition and everything I'm juggling, I'm spread too thin. I finally realized that it's hurting my mental health. To get back to enjoying life again, I needed to get help. Opening up to someone was a big step for me. I I saw that I'm not alone and that there are tools to help me overcome what I'm going through. With support, I feel like I'm heading in the right direction. Discover how other women veterans like me have learned to thrive after military service by taking care of themselves and their mental health. Visit maketheconnection.net slash womenveterans. Hey, kids, let mom help with your science project. This new mom wants her kids' science project to thrive. Too bad she hasn't cracked a science book since 1985. A metathesis reaction? Compounds, mixtures, and elements. Even this baking soda volcano is too big of an experiment. Whoa. Now she's completely forgotten the periodic table. Now she's burning a hole through the kitchen table. Burning with science. But her kids' love for their mom is truly transparent. Proof you don't have to be perfect to be the perfect parent. Don't tell Dad. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of siblings in foster care will take you just as you are. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. Welcome back, everybody. We're uh, fighting like, like heck between us. We're trying to figure out what to do and what not to do and what to say. We've already been warned that we've used the word panties too many times. <laughs> and, and then... Um, you had a uh, something you wanted to say during the break, and so I'm I'm opening the door to my wife Renee. About what? I don't even no, remember. No, she was just saying about the there was a lady that panties. came in that wadded up Andy's <laughs> panties. Oh, okay. Usually, usually when we're at the front counter, they always say, you know, we want to talk to a guy, and they look around at the guys oh. behind us or no, whatever. No, they don't even say they want to talk to a guy. Well, no. they just thank you. Ag- <laughs> they just act like you're not standing I, at I, the counter I, and I they're like you. they're like it's like <laughs> a tree is you. it's yeah. like a tree is in the way and they're like trying to look left <laughs> and look right like trying to make eye contact with any man behind you yeah i'm not kidding you it, it is so in the past I, i've probably seen it more in the last three months than i can remember ever really? seeing it. yeah and they'll walk i mean i don't know the other day they said something um I mean, they literally were, Andy was writing them up, I think even, and he was just searching for someone that was smarter than Andy, you know what I mean? Just like, and I don't remember what the exact word was, is can I talk to a tech or are you a tech or something to that effect? 
And I sat there to myself and I thought, this woman right in front of you knows a hundred times more than you and your next ten friends. I don't even, you sound ridiculous. Remember when the guy um, (laughs) went to go grab my business card and um, he was like, oh, is this this, uh, Mark's son? And uh, John was like, no, it's actually Mark's daughter. And he's like. Oh, and he puts my card yeah. back and he's like, which one is, oh, and then yours says yeah. Alan's. Yeah. So he went and grabbed Alan's card. He wouldn't even take my business card. Okay, well, Andy's spelled with an I, and I don't know very many guys that have I, okay? Yeah. And then, well, and, well, I mean. I know, I know, I know. Yeah. And and the, the, I, I, I've had that and I've seen that. And, and it's a matter of that they want to talk to a technician like we're going to pull somebody off the floor. Yeah, I, I think when they say they want to talk to a tech, they just want to talk to a guy. A male. Yeah. yeah. That's all yeah. it is. Fair so enough. there was a lady, though, and then Daniel stuck up for you or something. Yeah. And oh, well, the lady came in, and the first thing she said when she walked in is, my son told me not to come here because you ripped me off. And I'm like, well, I was shocked. And I said, well, we don't do business like that, so you know that's that's not correct. And um, so then we started talking, and um, she started telling me she was having a AC problem, but I was trying to differentiate whether it was blowing warm or she was having no volume of air. Okay. So we were having this conversation back and forth: Is it blowing warm? I don't know. Is it? I'm like, is it volume of air? Because they're two separate, you know, things. So I'm trying to kind of figure out. And she just stops and she looks at me. And she goes, "Wow." You might know something about cars. <laughs> and you know those um like big punching yeah. punching arms with the springs. <laughs> with the springs. Okay. I wanted to just like have one stick up out of the counter and be <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay, but but for the people out there. Right. She has what nobody else in the family has. What she has is she gets and, and first of all, folks, let me tell you, it is at we are adamant that you're gonna tell us the symptoms of your problem. We're gonna write them down. Every word you say. You're not gonna come in and say, change the air conditioning compressor, because we're not gonna do that. Yeah. We wanna know why. What's yeah. it doing? What's not doing, all that kind of stuff. So Andy gets to read the work order and it has all the symptoms on it and she sees the repair. So if it doesn't have a vibration, Andy knows that replacing the radiator ain't going to fix the vibration. So Andy knows, so she looks at it, she says, oh, you have an egg in the right front tire. And we did notify you, and you said you'd have the tire taken care of, but your vibration's from the right front tire. Well, Andy sees every quarter, so when she gets to the front counter, she's seen your problem before, and she's seen the repair before. Yeah. And Alan's the same way, except Alan's out in the shop. And so it's easy, but we really do embrace women because yeah. they're the few that don't tell us how to fix it. They tell us what the symptoms are. Yeah, they're absolutely. More, more I easy. mean, we have a lot of great male customers. I think a lot of them have been around for us for a long time. They know the drill. They know how we work. They, you know, come in and just say, this is what I've got going on. And I don't think people mean to, you know, they just don't know any better. They They think that by Googling or by whatever they're doing and giving us information. So it's just our job to kind of sift through all of that stuff and say, we don't, we don't need you to tell us how to fix it. We just want you to give us symptoms. We're going to ask you questions and then we're going to get to the bottom of it. So that's just part of our job, but it, you know, it sometimes on some days it's more frustrating, frustrating than others. Well, it's like the air conditioning thing. Um, my air conditioning is broken. 
Why? Well, it, it's, it just blows out the defrost vent. Well, is it warm when you ask for warm, and is it cold when you ask for cold? Yeah, but it's blown out of the defrost. Okay, we can fix that. Yeah, I mean, that's a conversation we have every single day with customers in in the summer every single day because they just said they they'll you know drop it off my ac doesn't work what does that mean to you does that mean that blows warm or does that mean there's no volume of air or what does it mean to you so those conversations we literally have daily with people but alan if we if they give us symptoms for instance when i throttle up hard it stops blowing out of the vents Mm-hmm. Okay. When you when I step on the gas, it stops. When I, we de- we've been there, done that. Yeah. We know where to go. Yep. How much money did they save themselves uh, yeah. when they just tell you something as simple as that? Right. Right. We well, know exactly where to go. And the th- vacuum system for the vents and the blend door. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or if they give us some tip like, oh, this was just done a week ago and then it started, or they don't sometimes even know that all of those little clues are a piece to the puzzle to help solve the problem. So. So how many times, Alan and Andy, do they come to the front desk and they said, I just had my drive shaft replaced, both front axles, all the shock absorbers, and all the tires. And you say, okay, well, what's the problem now? I still have a vibration. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, we see it weekly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and the the big one, too, is, is, you know, I've spent, you know, again, I've put new shocks on it. I've put new tires on it. I've put new wheels on it. I've put new hub bearings on it. I've put this, and I've put ball joints. I've done all of this kind of stuff. Um, and I still have the same problem, but I don't have any money left to pay you guys to fix it. Yeah. Well, that ain't my problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you the, need to go back to the shops yeah. that took your money. Well, yeah. A lot of people, th- th- they'll do that on their own. Yeah. Trying to fix it, you know. I don't have any money. Well, it's, you know, 179 Diag or whatever it is. Uh, 179. I don't I don't have that kind of money. Well, mm-hmm. what about the 900 you just spent? Spent. spent I almost said something. Well, yeah. You almost uh, said it. Y- yeah, I almost said it. Um, y- y- you know, so uh, it, that happens all the time. And and it's 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 easier for us to overcome, but it's also kind of sets the stage at that front counter. You know what I mean? We already know what their expectations are, and they want us to f- financially participate in the repair because they spent eight hundred dollars guessing, right? And they're and they're out of money. Yeah. Right. Well, and I think if we just, I mean, the end goal is to fix their car. So if mm-hmm. they just kind of understand our thought process and how we're going to get there, and and keep you know communicate with them along the way, then I. Th- you know, they're good. Okay. We have two service riders that mm-hmm. handle the front counter along with Andy. Mm-hmm. And the two guys are just exquisite guys. Yeah, they Both do of, great. They're really, really good at talking about symptoms. Talk to me about symptoms. What does it do? Does it does it squeal when you hit the brakes? Does it squeal when you turn left or turn right? All that kind of stuff. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. You got a car question. Now's the time to call us. We'll be back right after this. ADOT's I-10 Broadway Curve Improvement Project is in the works. It's an 11-mile stretch of Interstate 10 between Loop 202 and I-17. When complete, your travel time through the area will be reduced. Access to Sky Harbor, retail centers, and colleges will be improved. And the region will be able to better support a growing economy and more. Keep up with the project and traffic updates at I-10BroadwayCurve.com. And stay ahead of the curve. This message is sponsored by the Arizona Department of Transportation. What is really going on in the real estate market? This is a question we get almost every day. This is Phil and Josh, hosts of Arizona Real Estate Matters, which airs every Sunday from 2 to 3, right here on 960 The Patriot. This isn't some one-hour real estate infomercial. Arizona Real Estate Matters covers what is happening today in our real estate market. We discuss the current and ever-changing real estate facts and statistics that affect the largest purchase that you'll probably ever make. So for the most up-to-date real estate information affecting the real estate market today, tune in to Arizona Real Estate Matters every Sunday from 2 to 3, right here on 960 The Patriot. This is the story of a very special woman. 
In a matter of seconds, she turned herself into a great mathematician or an entrepreneur. Her knowledge was limitless and still is. She could also make monsters disappear, especially those that lurked in the shadows under the bed. Once, this woman put back together a teenage girl's broken heart, which had been shattered in a thousand pieces, just by giving her a bear hug. She masqueraded as a regular person at work, but as a superhero at home. Everyone knows her as Gabriella. I still call her mom. Your hero needs you now, and AARP is here to help. Find the care guides you need to help, complete with tips and resources, at aarp.org caregiving. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. More than 80 million Americans count on AM radio stations like this one for news, weather updates, and the opportunity to discuss and debate important issues facing our country. But some people want to remove AM radio from new cars being manufactured, and we cannot let that happen. The Senate Commerce Committee has approved the AM Radio for Every Vehicle Act, Senate Bill 1669, and moved it on for a vote in the full Senate. It also faces action in the U.S. House. Your U.S. Senator and your representative in Congress are in your home state during the annual congressional recess this August. When you see your senator or congressman visiting your community, please tell them you want their support to keep AM radio strong, vibrant, and available to you in your car. This is your chance to stand up and be heard. And you can text AM to 52886. Just text AM to 52886 and tell Congress to support AM radio. Text AM to 52886. When I have an asthma attack, I feel scared. It's like tiny nails in the air poke my lungs. I start to cough. Sometimes I, my parents have to take me to the hospital. Today, one out of 13 children suffer from some form of asthma, accounting for nearly one-third of all emergency room visits. I feel like I'm choking. It's kind of like an elephant is on my chest. A little whistle sound comes out when I breathe. But while your child may suffer from asthma, asthma doesn't have to make your child suffer. There are simple ways you can prevent your child's next attack. To learn more, call 1-866-NO-ATTACKS. That's 1-866-662-8822. Log on to www.noattacks.org or call your doctor. Because even one attack is one too many. I feel like a fish with no water. Brought to you by the EPA, the Ad Council, and this station. Well, today is Salem family's last day. This is my last day working on the radio after 35 years. We're going to take a break. Renee and I are going to hop in the motorhome, and we're going to try to drive all over the United States. And uh, she's going to buy as much junk as she can, and I'm going to complain about it every minute of the day. And you're going to see how many fights you can get in. Well, you know what's nice about the new motorhome? It has a really loud air horn. <laughs> no, I... No, it has GPS. Uh, That's a nice thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my GPS is not her, my yeah, wife. I'm saying. Yeah, the GPS is going to be a marriage saver mm. because, you know, we'll put bets on. They might not even make it to uh, Flagstaff <laughs> before. <laughs> because you guys have to admit, we have had GPS problems. Ever, and, and let me to fill in, too. Folks... We as a family have been traveling in, uh, almost annually in a motorhome. We started with a 78 Winnebago. We went to the Bounders. We went to the American Eagles. And the kids have gone with us. 
Suffice it to say that when you stick five of us in the same motorhome and four of us have very A personalities, it's just not always going to fly. <laughs> um, or we're just... <laughs> I, get your headphone on. Nobody can hear you. What? Oh, well, I didn't know we were live. Okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Oh, we're oh just where have you fun. been? <laughs> okay. I didn't know we were back from break. <laughs> well, if oh. you had your headphones on, you would oh, know. I would know. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so what's mind. your complaint about traveling? You. <laughs> <laughs> where does she start? Yeah. Um, you have no patience. Have, how much time do we have <laughs> in this show? Yeah, exactly. Well, not it, enough to... Not enough I to... I mean, uh, now you guys are taking a traveling with your Jeep towed behind it, so... We always know that, <laughs> that mom I can, can drive the motorhome, <laughs> and dad can, you guys both can drive the vehicle, so and if need be, somebody's coming home in a different car, <laughs> not, not hooked up to the motorhome. <laughs> you know, that's true. That's evidently true. true. That's. A, I mean, we have had some pretty rambunctious uh, motorhome. Now, folks, let me explain. My family has, from 1 to 95, those are the north and south highways in the United States, we have traveled the length of 1 and 95 and everything in between. Mm -hmm. We've done this over a period of 12, 15 years. East and west, 10 is at the bottom and 90 is at the top. We have traveled every freeway east and west, uh, from coast to coast. My family has done that. Well, the kids have been to all 50 states. We didn't drive to Hawaii, obviously. (laughs) But we've stopped in each state and done something that that state was known for. In Vermont, we went and saw how they made maple syrup. In Maine, we ate lobster. We sat on the um, Plymouth Rock. Okay. I remember when we went to the Cajuns, we went to Louisiana, and we mm-hmm. were in those boats, and we were feeding alligators marshmallows and stuff yeah. like that. Andy snuck up behind Alan and tried to push him in the water. That's like Aww. one of my biggest regrets when we traveled. Is remember when they had alligator dogs? Yes. Yeah. And I didn't have one. <laughs> well, I remember we only bought one, and then we had to go b- back and buy one or two more. And it's kind of like a sausage. Yeah. It's just a but spicy But I just wish sausage. I would have tried it. I don't know. I always yeah. think about that. But what else? We've ridden all the big roller coasters. Yes. And we were blessed because we've been married 50 years. And Alan's uh, Who's 12. Who's blessed? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm about ready to kill your mic. Yeah. Yeah. Mom's blessed. <laughs> yeah. You're blessed. Well, well, and the kids grew up. I mean... I had an office smaller than the one that we're in right now, mm-hmm. and we had a bassinet in there, and they were, you know, mm-hmm. little. This, this is where you and I went into business in 1979. We had a mobile gas station, yes. and the and the, your office was, the bathrooms for the men and women were bigger than your office True. at the gas station, and yeah. all of our kids were born and raised in those bassinets. Well, they weren't born there, but they <laughs> were raised in there. <laughs> yeah, I did go to the hospital for that, but I remember... Um, being out on the islands passing out flyers and i'm sure people felt sorry for us because i was like nine months pregnant or whatever and okay. oh well we better give them some business or <laughs> and that something. was awatuki mobile for those right. people that patronized us since 1979 we did we opened up the first gas station in awatuki for a, a what two or three mile range yes and we all worked it the kids worked it you oh, and yeah. i worked it you did the books and i handled the technicians but look at the successful kids we kicked out mike oh, russo you know what I mean? He's one of our successes. Look yeah. at Tim Waters. We've had so many of the young men and women that came from high school and went through that are now in the automotive industry. Mike is a policeman. We've had Alger, his own transmission shop. So look at all those kids that were kind of in 
our family. Oh, so you're taking credit for all their success? No, oh. no. I'm saying, I'm saying. I'll tell you what. You showed them what to do, and I showed them what not to do. That's the go. best damn explanation I can give you. There you go. <laughs> there, was, there was times when we had gas gasoline problems, and uh, and then what would happen is, oh boy, what did I do wrong here? Um, I got to do that again, and I got to push. There you go. No, oh, well, I remember I had to order gas like every second or third day because we would go through 10,000 gallons of gas because we were the only gas station around. And, boy, when I forgot to order gas, it was hell. <laughs> oh, I bet. Well, it was oh, hell from mobile. But but also, what, what about the times we had gas shortages and we oh, had yeah. fist fights on the islands yeah. and stuff like People that? People out the street for miles. You guys yeah. had gas shortages back then? Oh, oh, yeah. Big time. It was bad. Okay, so that we have we have Gas lines wars that and we have lines that go miles, mm-hmm. and we have four we have four lanes coming into the gas station. So there's lines for miles. So this one construction guy pulls up. Not to, this guy. He pulls up and he cuts the line, and everybody's mad. Oh, I bet. So I go out there and I say I shut the the, the uh, gas pump off, and I said you got to get to the end of the line. And he goes, no, I don't. And I said, yes, you do. You got to get to the end of the line. Now this guy's a construction guy that looks like he climbs trees for a living. He's huge. All of a sudden, his eyes got big, and he goes, okay. And he got in his truck. I turned around and bumped into the belly button of Gene Schumacher and Walt Price, two of my customers that are huge men. And Walt Price was former military, mm-hmm. and Gene Schumacher had to be seven feet tall, and he was at least three feet wide. And I thought I had scared this guy off, and then I turned around and bumped into the belly button of <laughs> one of them, and I'm, I'm going, holy mackerel, thank you very much. <laughs> anyway, okay, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to tell you more family secrets. We're going to tell you, um, you know, when Renee and I got married, she was 10, and some stuff like that. We'll be right back. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Odyssey.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. As a local business owner, you get called every week by marketing companies. We get it. We have hundreds of satisfied customers. Here's what a satisfied client recently said. Open enrollment is going great. We're hitting record numbers. Thank you so much for this report. It really is amazing to see how the marketing is really shaping our enrollment around the city. If you're a local business and ready for the next step, Google Salem Surround Phoenix right now. Our experts are ready to help you take your marketing to the next level. Google Salem Surround Phoenix today. More than 80 million Americans count on AM radio stations like this one for news, weather updates, and the opportunity to discuss and debate important issues facing our country. But some people want to remove AM radio from new cars being manufactured, and we cannot let that happen. The Senate Commerce Committee has approved the AM Radio for Every Vehicle Act, Senate Bill 1669, and moved it on for a vote in the full Senate. It also faces action in the U.S. House. Your U.S. Senator and your representative in Congress are in your home state during the annual congressional recess this August. When you see your senator or congressman visiting your community, please tell them you want their support to keep AM radio strong, vibrant, and available to you in your car. This is your chance to stand up and be heard. And you can text AM to 52886. Just text AM to 52886 and tell Congress to support AM radio. Text AM to 52886. Six. Well, welcome back, everybody. 
Um, we're going to go to the phones because we got a couple of callers in, and just chime in. Mm-hmm. Um, folks, in case you don't know, my whole family's here. My wife of 50 years, Renee, and then I've got my oldest son, Alan, and I've got my uh, youngest daughter, Andy. They've got their families. So we got Josie. She's probably going to run the shop someday. Rex, too. He's a robotics guy. Mark Salem, believe it or not, they saddled him with my name, but he plays baseball really, really good at Chandler High School. And I think he can throw balls like 470 miles an hour and scares everybody. <laughs> and uh, and then we got Lexi. Lexi is Alan's youngest daughter, or only daughter, as a matter of fact. And um, she's kind of special to me, her and Josie, because um, they know how to say bad words. And oh. they, they're on me a little <laughs> where's bit. Your, where's, <laughs> where's the dinger? Where's your there you go. And Josie has a dinger that tells everybody I'm lying. That's okay, right. Kurt. Good morning, Kurt. How can we help you? Uh, you really can't help me out, uh, Mark. I just wanted to call and say congratulations. I really, really appreciate all you've done for the industry, and uh, I'm hoping that Alan will carry on the same same tradition. He seems like a good guy, and who knows, maybe Mark Jr., Mark Salem Jr. will do something someday. We, you know, thank you very much, and I didn't pay you to say that, but Kurt's from Kurt's Auto. Right. Him and I have been friends uh, for 20 or yeah. 30 years, yeah. and um, and he knows Alan real well, and mm-hmm. he has a guy... Um, what's Kurt's number one guy? What's Kurt's? Eric. Eric. Eric, Eric yeah. Um, Eric and Alan are a lot alike. They both were born and raised <laughs> in the auto repair industry. Um, Alan's a little bitter, bigger than Eric, but a- a- Eric's a little better on the gas cars than Alan is, but then Eric's, you know, has diesel issue. But Kurt and I, um, and Kurt's at I-17 and Bell, for those of you that are in that area. But, Kurt, thank you very much. It is a, it is a blessing that we, uh, that Renee and I don't have to, like she said, every Saturday for the last 35 years has, has been all around the radio show. So it's uh, it's going to change next week. But thank you, Kurt. Thank well, you very much. I just want to say congratulations, and I wish you very best of luck on your next endeavors. Thank you, Kurt. Thank you. All righty, Gary, you're up next. How can we help you? Uh, this is Gary in Glendale. How you doing, Mark? Good, good. Good. So a uh, quick story. I started listening to you the week my wife passed in 2016. I've been listening to you every Saturday morning since. And in a weird sort of way, for two hours a week, everything in my life seemed just fine. So you got me through some tough times. So I'll tell you a quick story. Last yeah. couple of weeks ago, you talked about replacing hoses at 80,000 miles. So I went to the store. My next door neighbor is a mechanic. He does, you know, driveway mechanic stuff. And so I got the upper and lower and, and stainless steel closed clamps. And I took them over and I said, I got 80,000 miles this time to change these. And he says to me, Jerry, you're a smart man. And I go, no. But I know one. <laughs> <laughs> and he uses bad words every yeah. once in a while, but go ahead. <laughs> but anyway, no, I just want to thank you. You've been a part of my world and a very important part of it. And you have no way to know that. But the impact that you have in people's lives as, a, as an auto person is tremendous. But What's you are an amazing human being, and I want to thank you. Well, yeah, but not everybody in here is shaking their heads. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. yeah. Don't, don't build them up too big. Okay? <laughs> Get your mic closer to your mouth. Oh, I'll try not to tear up. Okay. Um, yeah. you, no one can hear. No. Oh, wait. Something's Nobody. wrong. Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. No, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah. I can't hear Okay. I, I don't think... I can, if I can't hear you, I'm the, I'm the engineer here. So, oh. One, two, three, four. All right, you're number four. <laughs> How about now? 
Yeah. Okay. I'm okay. sorry. It's my fault. It's my fault. I turned off a microphone for because your daughter was so loud and mm-hmm. and bolsterous. But um, Gary, you, you, let me tell you, I I, um, I have enjoyed uh, 35 years. It's uh, we fixed more cars than uh, than Alan broke. Broke <laughs> <laughs> by a small margin. Oh, small margin. Oh, oh, that's a story I'm going to tell. Go ahead. I remember we had a Viper, and Alan took it out. I don't know one day on the street behind the shop, and he had I washed was, it or I was something. Drying it off. He okay? was drying it off. That's right. Quote unquote. Quote unquote. And he hit the curb with two tires and. He came back, and of course, Mark was happy as happy could be. You know, well, you just don't get all the good stuff of Mark, but he does have a bad temper, believe it or not. So he just, you know, ripped out. No, yeah, I'm way too so loud now. I bet it wasn't a week later. Mark Salem did the same exact exact thing on the other side of the car he hit the curb there was a little girl that ran out from underneath <laughs> yeah. me and i had no choice but to hit the left side and he hit the right side exactly it was a brand it. new yellow viper yeah brand new yellow viper and he curbed it first blew two tires and wheels off of it i used lots of bad words he was grounded for the rest of his life yeah we weren't going to give him his dri- we took his driver's license away from him oh, and if probably. he hadn't have been six foot six i'd have spanked him yeah <laughs> but then oh, you probably did i don't remember <laughs> but, but that was the thing with you you didn't just ground them you grounded their kids for life too when they got in trouble so. it was never a reasonable grounding no. you know not like you're grounded for the rest of the week or a week it was like Six months. Yeah. Come on. Fair enough. If I told you six months, realistically, how long were you out? A month. A month. That's a lie. That is a lie. I I don't even think it was that long. Might have been a week. (laughs) Yeah. So, yes, I did have a habit of grounding you for life, but I mean, sooner or later. And Snow White over there, she was always your lawyer. She was, well, I know Andy needs to play volleyball and na 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 na. And Alan hasn't gotten in any trouble for the last six hours. And she she was always your defense attorney. And telling me how good you were. You know, I said, They like were I, good kids. No, they were. They were. But it's true that I spanked them and you hugged them. Yeah. Yeah. That's back when spanking was, you know, okay to do. Today, <laughs> they're going crazy. But, Alan, do you spank your kids? I don't. Okay. I don't spank my kids. <laughs> because but, they're but, so good, but, they don't need spanking, right, but guys? In, that's, that's actually the truth. You know, I mean, I'm not even sure that any of them have ever been grounded just because they... <laughs> Oh, <laughs> Lexi's been grounded. <laughs> the trauma that you okay, went well, through. Okay, I didn't ground him. Let's put it that way. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> uh, that means that, that Heather got some before I did. Okay. Oh, and it would have been okay. a life, you know, a oh, life sentence because, for me. Because Heather knows that if you ground them, it's going to be for six months. There's and no, Heather's going to be a little bit more reasonable on the grounding. So she's like, I've got to ground you before Dad comes home because then you're going to get a better sentence. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Right. No, that's exactly right. Exactly. How long have you and Heather been married? We have been married. Well, never mind. Heather. How long have you been married? <laughs> no, oh ask God. Him. It'll be next year. Next, next year it'll be 20. Year. Next year it'll be 20. It's 20. 19. Okay, so you don't have a microphone, but with Renee and I, I've said before, I spank him and she hugs him. Is that the same way? Renee, hand her, give her your headset for a second. Okay. Um, give her your headset. Yes. Yeah, put that on. So, hey, be quiet. This. I'm not talking to you. So, Heather, um, I- I- in your family, you've been married to this, this guy for 10 years, 20? 20, almost 20. Almost 20 years. Um, who spanked him and who hugged him? I did a little of both. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. I, 
Did he instruct you to do many of those? No. Okay, okay. No. All right. Well, he did, he's not a Salem. We're going to have to change his last yeah, name. No, yeah, but, they, but the kids know that they don't want him to get involved. <laughs> oh, so, so they beg, and, beg you and confess. We try to take care of it before it gets that far. <laughs> Basically, he's like the store manager. Okay, know? okay. You want to, like, handle it internally yeah. before it gets, rises to that level. Okay. All right. Well, we need to bring up somebody here. Can you talk again and say your name about three times? Gosh, I don't know what's going on with your stuff. Um, and for whatever reason, we are struggling with, with uh, your stuff. And uh, anyway, we'll check. It must we'll be you because I can hear her. I, I can't hear, but I think going out, they can hear her. Okay. Yeah, okay. I can't yeah. hear her either. Is that okay. any better? All right. Yeah. Anyway, we, we've, as a family, we have been in, in, the, in our family business since, since 1979. Right. Um, before 79, before we opened up our gas station, I was a policeman in Scottsdale, and mm-hmm. you... I worked for Valley National Bank. Okay. And and at, that was right out of high school. Yes. Cause, cause I got a job in high school, actually. Okay. And, and the, what was that called? The COE program. COE program. Mm-hmm. So that's where you went to Scott or Thomas Road, 56th and Thomas, and you met Virginia White. White. And she was your manager. And she had a big um, positive impact on your life. Yeah, she did. And it, it was good. I went to school in the morning, and then I worked at the bank in the afternoon, learned okay. a lot of stuff. Okay. Um, one story I, I want you not to tell is, is how we met, okay? Don't, don't well, say that. Well, we met in high school. Yeah. I was a hall monitor, and you were trying to sneak in the hall, and, <laughs> and I was asking for your pass, because you looked like you were about five, and you said you were a senior. I said, yeah, right. Give me your hall pass. But the funny thing, you guys might not believe this, but back then, Mark was shy, and he was too afraid to ask me out on a date, so he had his sister, Melinda, do it for me, for him. I yep. don't believe that. Yeah. Oh, I, seriously. I, I am dead serious. What would you say? I guess we went out. Yeah. So, that, so while, while, while this happened. I guess we went out. Yeah. Well, at some point, something happened. Yeah. So let me get this straight. Was there ever a time where you told me to sneak in the backyard and we talked through your bedroom window? I don't remember that at all. Of course you don't. <laughs> but I do remember that um, I did Ear ask muscles. you for Ear a muscles. ride on your motorcycle. And we went around the parking lot at the high school. Yeah. And your girlfriend at the time <laughs> saw us. So that was the end of you and her. That's true. That's true. She said, who was on the back of your motorcycle? I said, my sister. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. And, and, and that was a Tempe High. Uh-huh. And I had a 450 Honda. Took you for a ride. Yep. And, uh, and then we've, we've dated ever since then. And you were a year behind me. Yes, You were a I year was. behind me. So, and then we got but, married in 74. Yes. And we've been married ever since. And uh, you still love me, and I still love you. Speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of weird faces right there. <laughs> oh, glad we got Jeez. this all on tape. Yeah, I'm just teasing. <laughs> I know you are. But you and I have worked together the entire our entire Oh, lives. and it yeah. has been 44 blissful. years. We've worked blissful, together. people. <laughs> what do you mean, blissful? It has been 30-some years oh. of peace. Pure bliss at Salem Boys Auto. <laughs> yep. Oh, my goodness. You know, if you guys would all learn that I'm the boss, it'd be a good oh, yeah. better. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Not anymore. <laughs> yeah. 
Okay, so how do they get a hold of um, Alan and Andy oh, at Salem okay. Boys? Um, folks, th- 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 why this is important is because this is my last show, I'm going to do something I've never done in 35 years. I've never thumped my chest and never said the name of my shop on purpose. We don't advertise our shop, and here's why. We were blessed with a tremendous v- new volume of customers. They would track us down. Mm-hmm. And so we, 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 I'm gonna, how, many, how many customers we got now? Do you have any idea? Mm-hmm, 35,000. 35,000. Mm-hmm. And so we... we and then when I first started radio, you'll remember Jim Tazrak said, if you think that this is going to be a one-hour commercial about your shop, you got another thing coming. Yes, I do remember And that. so the more we avoided the name of the shop, then the more – and then I used Mark at MarkSalem.com as our email, which doesn't say the name of our shop, which is Salem Boys Auto. So today it's Mark at SalemBoysAuto.com. Or, or info. info at Salem Boys Auto, thank and you. that goes to Andy. Thank, thank and, you. Yeah. And that will disseminate that. Too. Yeah, we'll be able to get you answered in a timely fashion and get – you know, whatever questions you may have, I'll, if I don't know it, then I'll find somebody who does, or okay. you, or Eddie, or Alan, or what, depending on what the question is, and we'll get it answered. So, so info at SalemBoysAuto.com. And, and, and really, she's doing that, and I'm grateful she's doing that, because we're kind of retiring, and mm-hmm. we don't always have cell service, and, and I never took calls yeah, anyway. Anybody that has emails. your personal cell phone, throw it away. <laughs> your personal <laughs> cell phone number, throw it away. They always call you for an appointment when they can call the shop. It's funny. But, but in reality, there's not too many people that have my cell phone. That's been a coveted number for years and years and I know, years. I know. And, and and folks, it's also, I don't know how we did this, but just about every phone number we have is the last four digits are 1234 or 4321. Thank I you, know. Renee. Thank you, Renee. Yeah. And you were the one that did that? Yes. Okay. All right. And so that's kind of the shop is for uh, 598-1234, mm-hmm. and it's a 480. But anyway, we got another hour of, we're going to do our best to keep it clean, Alan. Oh. And Heather. And we got a couple callers, I think, yeah, waiting, I, so we'll I get to them on the, the funny backside. The thing is, sometimes people will come into the shop and they'll go, oh, I'm best friends with your dad. <laughs> and then <laughs> Ellen will go, well, then you might know that I'm his son. <laughs> Yeah, that, that does happen. Quite and, a bit. and you know, as when I was a policeman for ten years, and then we went into the car repair business, we had lots of policemen, mm-hmm. and and then their families would come in. Oh yeah, I'm a best friend of Mark's. We didn't know who they were. Yeah, right. Think, and I we had to ask them what their last name was and find their file. Yeah, right. and I think that people just, you know, they heard you. They, they, they you know, like feel feel like they know you and you're close to you and have heard a lot of stories, and so. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're grateful for that, yeah. but it's, it's, yeah. it's funny. And we're, the funny thing is people will still be saying they heard you on the radio, I think, because you haven't been on TV for 20 years, right. and they still say, oh, I saw Mark yeah. on TV the other day. Okay. <laughs> well, the radio show isn't going to be there, but the shop is still going to be there. Yeah. Right. And, right. And I'm proud of you, too, because for the last how many years, 10, 15 years, they've kind of run the store? 15 or 20. 15 yeah. or yeah. 20, 20 years. And and I, I I have I don't think I've ever maybe one letter that that was mad at you. Everybody else is is a compliment. And I no, forward those. Oh, yeah. we, we we take care of those way before you see them. <laughs> Internal, <laughs> yeah, right into the shredder. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. And you know what? I'm appreciative that you take <laughs> of care course, of. Of course, that's but yeah. Our philosophy, our and job. if you'll remember, our philosophy is is either make them happy or make them go away. Yeah. Because if if you're unreasonable and you came in and 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 you we did an oil change and then you had a tire blowout and the tire hit a curb and you want us to pay for all the damages, that's not likely to happen. Yeah. I don't care if you're a customer that's been in a hundred times or if you're a brand new customer. We know what to take care of that we that belongs yes. to us. Mm-hmm. Yep. There's no question. So if it belongs to us, we're raising our hand. 
We've bought engines before. Oh, We've yeah. made oh, mistakes yeah. with We've engines. Absolutely. Engine Remember the old lady that we put an oil, did an oil change, and he made it a mile and a half down the road? We forgot to put oil in it. We smoked the engine. And well, we brought... she smoked the engine because she didn't pay attention to the red light. Or okay, well, too, but it's still but, our fault. But it was still our fault, of and, course. And we put her in a rental car. We brought a car, and we put a new engine in it, and we gave her a car back. Right. And 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 we, we know the difference between right or wrong. 602-508-0960, if you're in the line, stay right there. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.